It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. The legendary Ed Peak is here as well. How are you today, Edward? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I could be better. You could? I could have a better co-host with me today. I'll see you later. Okay. That, that the, uh, <laughs> it is Thursday, August 25th. We're two days away. Actually, there's college football today. Don't tell anybody. Georgetown College plays today. Tonight. And who do they? Uh, I don't have any idea. But I'm thinking about going down there tonight because we got the next guy playing running back tonight. Justin there is Walsh. a Silver Creek Dragon playing for there Georgetown. You go. So I, I, it's I don't know. It's going to take a lot to get me in the car and head down to Georgetown. But there's small college football today. College football begins this Saturday. I found out yesterday, thanks to one of the listeners, that Nebraska and Northwestern are playing in Ireland. If you're Ireland and you call for a game. And the Big Ten says, yeah, we're going to send you Nebraska and Northwestern. Do you call back and say, yeah, we'd rather have Michigan State and Iowa? Or uh, if you're Ireland, do you even know the difference? I think Ireland would probably prefer Notre Dame against anybody. Well, yes, yes, and they've had Notre Dame. In fact, they were supposed to have Notre Dame, and then COVID hit, and they didn't have Notre Dame. I saw the Northwestern – Helmets and shoes today. I like it. The ends, the end on the side of the helmet sort of looks like the uh, the uh, Irish flag. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's still the norm- purple helmet, still the normal end, but half of it's orange, half of it's green. Uh, so twelve thirty on Fox, Northwestern and Nebraska from Ireland. From Ireland. So it's, it'll be like six thirty in the evening in Dublin. Do you, would you like to? Predict, I'll be watching. Predict that game? I will tomorrow on the oh, six pack. Will? Absolutely. Know. A 13 point uh, favorite is Nebraska. Hmm. You go ahead and tell me who you like. Nah, I got to do some studying on that. They I, did finally I, put a spread on Austin P in Western Kentucky. First real game of the year, 12 o'clock <laughs> noon Saturday on CBS Sports Network. The Hilltoppers are 21 and a half, Justin, over the Austin P governors. Who you got? Uh, I don't have anybody. Just give me the over. Whatever the over is, that's when what Western's I want. playing, you want the over. Ex- absolutely, I'll take Western. Yeah, they are going to throw the ball a lot. They're not going to take twenty-five seconds off the play clock. Western Kentucky, if history's taught us anything, they score a lot, they give up a lot. So I don't know what the over/under is, but I will check. All right, the Eminem uh, Cartage Hotline is open three eight four fourteen fifty three eight four fourteen fifty. You'd like to join in on the conversation? Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Summer Cash Bash continues at Thornton's right now. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member wins $10,000. That happens all summer long with the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, presto, change you are entered. That's not the only way. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Large Doritos, Bud Light 12-packs, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Become one today. Text REWARDS to 80313. And hit us up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. NBA News, the Lakers 
uh, are trading for Patrick Beverly. We'll talk about that. Chet Holmgren is going to miss the entire season with Oklahoma City. Um, he's basically got a fracture tendon in his foot, uh, a tendon that released from the bone. It's called the Liz Frank uh, injury. It's the same injury Matt Corral of the Carolina Panthers, the rookie quarterback, suffered last week. He's out for the season. So Chet Holmgren, number two pick in the draft, Oklahoma City Thunder, going to miss the entire season. We'll talk some more NBA as well. PGA Tour Championship is underway as of 20 minutes ago. Aaron Wise playing by himself teed off in Atlanta. There are only 29 guys playing. There were 30. Will Zalatoris withdrew with a back injury. So 29 guys at the Tour Championship in East East Lake in Atlanta. Uh, they teed off about 20 minutes ago. We'll try to keep you updated. Uh, in the first hour of play in the Tour Championship. And by the way, I was wrong. It's not $10 million to the winner. It's $18 million to the winner now. And next year it's going to be even more as the PGA is going to up a bunch of prize money. Um, they're going to have uh, super tournaments like the Memorial at Jack's Place, like the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And you're going to see better golfers every Sunday. You're going to know exactly what everybody's going to play in, what the top players are going to play in. I think it's glorious. Now, it's not great for the smaller tournaments because if you are Rory McIlroy and you're told, hey, you've got to play in 20 tournaments, here are the 17 you have to play in if you're qualified, including the majors, and then we'll let you pick three. Yeah, you get to pick three on your own. But you're going to play in, in the Masters. You're going to play in the in the World Golf, the match play, Dell match play championship. You're going to play in the Arnold. You're going to play in the Memorial. You're going to play in the Genesis Invitational California. Here are 17 things you have to play in, and you pick three on your own. At least of those 17, I'm going to watch because I know Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, you name it, the best, Scotty Scheffler, the best golfers in the world are going to be playing in those events. I think it does hurt the smaller events on the tour, though, like the Barbasol Championship, because nobody's going to play in these tournaments. Will there be a time when both the Lyft Tour and the PGA has a tournament all the same weekend? And Yeah. Oh, Can they coexist, not, in no, other words? No, I, no, I don't see that happening. I think the Live Tour, one of the smart things they have done is not compete with a major or any of these FedEx tournament championships. Uh, the last one they had was at the Trump course uh, in Jersey, and we haven't heard much from them since. A couple of golfers, of course, defected, but uh, they're not competing with the FedEx Cup playoffs. Now, probably next week, I don't know the schedule. I don't have it in front of me. But I would guess next week or the week after, you'll have another live golf tournament because there's no golf going on. Right. No golf for right. them to compete with. And if they want people to go to their YouTube channel, which is where you can watch it, or go to livegolf.com where you can watch it, then they better make sure there's not other golf going on. And really, I don't think this this be, I don't think next week can be a good weekend anyway because college football starts. At least in the States, it won't be good. Because everybody's going to be jacked up about college football uh, in every state. Maybe overseas. Maybe in Australia it'll be hot. <laughs> I don't know when uh, Australian rules football or rugby season are on the calendar, but maybe maybe they'll be watching over there. So you're saying there's going to be excitement in South Dakota and North Dakota for the Jackrabbits and the uh, North Dakota 
Go ahead. Whoever. <laughs> Whoever. Uh, cold people. I call them the North Dakota cold it people. Is, it is a South Dakota state. Yes, South Dakota absolutely. State. Jackrabbits. Well. Who are always pretty good. And we've seen them in basketball. Seen them in football. Now, North too. Dakota State is really good in football. That's where Carson Wentz came from. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they get excited. Now, it's not Division One football, but they get excited just like uh, Alabama and Ohio State fans do. I saw South Dakota State come to Louisville at Old Cardinal Stadium and wow. played Louisville probably before you were born. No, because no, Louisville no. needed a I don't warm-up. know. I was born a long time ago, Ed. Louisville needed a warm-up game. Guess who they played the next week? Jerry Claiborne in Maryland. I got, I'm, Jack- I'm going to say they went one and one. They beat the Jackrabbits <laughs> 54 to nothing, and they lost to Maryland by a scad few points. So that game against South Dakota State really didn't prepare it, it, them for Maryland. Oh, it got them. <laughs> they got, their confidence was high, <laughs> but they really didn't see great football when the Jackrabbits came to town. No, that was a, yeah. that was that was I think 77 That's or a 78. Long time ago. Uh, that was a pretty good Louisville team. Major League Baseball, Angels owner Artie Moreno might sell the uh, his team, his franchise. I would uh, give the prospective owners this advice. If they trade Shohei Otani before he sells them, don't buy the team. Because if I'm buying, I want Shohei Otani on the team. He's the most unique player in baseball, pitcher slash DH. He can do everything. Uh, and if I'm buying the team... I want that audience that comes for Shohei Otani every fifth day that he pitches. And, you know, he is a hero in Japan, and the Japanese population uh, in California is pretty big, especially in the Los Angeles area. So there's no way if I'm buying that team, I'm, I'm calling Artie Moreno and saying, if you trade Shohei Otani, which that's the rumor at the end of the season, uh, I don't want to buy your team. Is Trout out the rest of the year with an injury? Trout hit a dinger again last night. He's no, hit he's two since out. he came okay. back. I think in three games in, in Tampa, he's hit two home runs. They play again today. Uh, he struck out. I was watching last night, and he looked bad. Now, Shane McClanahan was pitching for Tampa Bay. He's a, a Cy Young. He'll be a Cy Young finalist. He may not win it, but he's going to be a finalist. Uh, he made Trout look silly the first two at bats. Struck him out. He Third at bat, he hit one foul. That would have been gone, and then hit one off the off the plate that was gonna hit. It was gonna the catcher was setting up to block it. It was gonna hit the dirt. Trout hit a line drive to center field for a single, <laughs> and then when a different pitcher came in, uh, he blasted a home run to deep, deep, deep left field yesterday. Speaking of home runs, you better not trade him either. If I'm gonna buy the team, uh, no, no. Uh, you, Speaking uh, of home runs, you need you need to keep him. That's for sure. Speaking of home runs, is Albert Pujols gonna hit 700? No. He's at 693. He needs three more to tie Alex Rodriguez. Obviously, seven more to get to 700. I just, look, he's been on an unbelievable hot streak. I just don't know if there are enough games left in the schedule. I just, that's the only problem because he's killing the ball. I did see yesterday, if you didn't see it, go to YouTube or or Twitter, find it. Uh, a little kid, Cardinal fan, Wrigley Field, holding up a sign behind the Cardinals dugout. I want to trade jerseys with Albert Pujols. He he had a Molina jersey on, actually. And Pujols comes up top of the dugout there, takes his jersey off, slides it to the kid. 
probably eight, ten years old, ten year old kid. That's pretty cool. Uh, it was, uh, it was, you know, I don't tear up very often. Did you have you all seen his stats in the last twelve games? Go tell me. Batting the this is the only one you need to hear. He uh, is batting five fourteen. What's his last o- twelve games? What's his OPS? In that span, yes, I want to say it was like seven hundred. Oh, it's more than that. Is it because he's hit five home runs in that in that in those twelve games? Maybe six. And, and, uh, and what what would be wrong with him coming back for one more year as a as a DH? Uh, well, he's a DH now. Now he's right. played a couple of games here and there at first base. He played in Wrigley at first base in one of the doubleheader games the right, other day. Right. Um, but yeah, he's a DH. But to, let's be fair here. Until that 12-game streak Justin's talking about, he wasn't really hitting the ball. He can't run. And when you've got him and Molina batting back-to-back, that's a triple play waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. If there's a guy on first and Albert yeah. walks and Molina's batting, that's a triple wa- triple play waiting to happen. Molina doesn't play as much, nearly as much anymore. Well, he was he hurt part to. of the year. Yeah, He was hurt. Uh, he was on the injured list, missed a, at least a month, maybe about a month and a half. Uh, and they had a young kid named Kisner catching. Uh, but, you know, he can't run. It, if he's on second base, he might score on a triple. <laughs> well, you, does that mean spirited? Here you go, John. 514 batting average, seven homers, 14 RBIs, 1.171 slugging, and 1.724 OPS. 1724 OPS. That's unheard of. That's Babe Ruth numbers. Uh, but how long do you keep it up? Now, if he finishes a season like this, let's say he hits four more homers, and he's he's got six ninety seven. He's moved ahead of a Rod into third third place or fourth place, fourth place all time. Fourth place, yeah. Let's see, say he's there, um, and he's three away from seven hundred. I'm sure something inside of him would say, "Oh, you got to come back and hit three more homers next year," right? I would think. Wouldn't you? I would. I would think so. But he is. Steadfastly said he will not. Yes, and the other thing was it would have to be St. Louis. Oh yes, right, absolutely. If yeah. I'm out, I'm not going to the like he was a Dodger last year, right? Eh, that was third. fine. He was brought yeah. in to pinch hit. Right. There was not a universal DH then. Nope. He was brought in to pinch hit. That's what he did. That was good. Now, now I will say this: the universal DH changes everything because now you've got 16 yep. more teams. I'm sorry, 15 more teams that you have that might offer you a contract. But he's 42. You know, there seems to be a lot of guys in their 40s. Rich playing. Hill. There's only four, I think. Only four? Yeah. Rich Hill's the pitcher for the Red Sox. You got Albert. I had to look that up. Look up 40-year-olds in Major League Baseball, Justin. We're putting him to work. And speaking of, uh, speaking of the Cardinals of St. Louis, yeah. uh, might they be the second best team in the National League right now? The answer now? is no. Well, you got the Mets. You got the Braves. And you got, got the, the Dodgers. Cardinals. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, mm. Come on. Those guys that live way out on the West Coast. Yeah. The Dodgers, Ed, are I 86 know. I know. and 37. They are one game away from being 50 over 500. That doesn't happen. Think very about often. that. That's crazy. Well, they, they beat Milwaukee 12 to 6 again last night. I, I think te- they swept that series. I tell you what my feelings on that are I think the Dodgers are very, very good. But if I compare them to the Dodgers of the 70s. Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. Are you talking Davey Lopes, Bill Russell, Rick Ron Monday. Say, Steve Garvey, Steve Yeager, uh, the great Rick Roden, great pitching staff that they had, Fernando. 
Um, Doesn't quite measure up. I don't know. I don't. Oh, we'll see. We could we'll, argue we'll, this. We'll, we'll see. We'll we see. could argue this. All right, y'all ready? Freddie, yeah, go. There are six players in the major leagues that are six. 40. Uh, Molina and Wainwright and yeah. Pujols. Yeah, so Cardinals three have Cardinals. three of them. That's incredible. Uh, uh, Nelson Cruz is 41. Yeah, Washington Nationals. R- then, Rich Hill. Rich Hill, yep, you're right. And then Oliver Perez. He was, he was Oliver, at least. Oliver Perez retired 10 years ago, I thought. <laughs> I guess I'm wrong. Who is Rich Hill with? Now? Rich Hill's with the Red Sox. Oh. Okay. Right? Is that right? Uh, correct. You got okay. Boston there? Yeah. Who's Oliver Perez pitching for? Uh, he was at least on the opening day roster ah. for the D-backs. Not sure if he's he still might, playing. He'll he was, be there. He, I don't he, watch the D-backs exactly. very often. He could still be there. He he was he had been with what the the Mariners. The, oh, he's been with the Pirates. Uh, Padres. Yeah, he's he's been around. Um, okay, so the Dodgers are thirty-five and twelve against the West. Thirty-five and twelve. <laughs> they are. <laughs> 21 and 9 against the NL Central and 15 and 11 against the East. That's not impressive, but Atlanta's good. The Mets are good. By the way, they're 21 and 9 against the Central. And I remember earlier in the year, the Pirates swept a three game series in Los Angeles. Wouldn't happen so, now. Other than that three game series, they're 21 and 6 against the Central Division. They've won 7 of 10, two in a row. Um, their odds to how many games they're going to win right now. One hundred and twelve point three. Wow. I don't know how you win those wow. point three games, but one twelve point three. The Mariners won one hundred sixteen in two thousand one. Can the Dodgers do that? We were talking about the Yankees yes. doing it earlier yes. in the year. Yes. And they, they in a in a thoroughbred, not thoroughbred, in a in a um, what do you call the uh, the guys that sit on the horses? The, the uh, what kind of racing is that? You're talking you about Louisville down harness race. The trotters, trotters. Hey, trotter. As they say at the trotters, the Yankees spit the bit. <laughs> Yankees have not spit the spit the bit against the Mets this week. No, nope, not against they're the back, Mets. They're, look, looks like they're back on track. But they at least for a little bit. But we're going to argue about best Dodger team. I didn't say best. Now I just said well, which it, one's better than the other one? Because I, 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 we'll, 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 we will carry this. I on remember. Into the yes, we will. Because I remember those seventies and eighties teams. Yes, sir. And when they played in the in the National League. West with the Cincinnati Reds and the National League West, whatever yes, that was that's about. Correct. That's correct. We're going to talk about geography as well after the break. Yeah, the Reds in the West just didn't make sense. <laughs> All right, uh, NFL news, got that coming up. More Major League Baseball. Bellarmine Sprint Football, are you excited? Did you even know it was happening? We'll take a break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, right here on The Big Act. Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Ed Peak in studio on this Thursday. Toledo beat the Bats last night 5-1 to even that series at a game apiece. Game three of the six-game set tonight, 635 first pitch. 605 pregame right here on the Big X. Nick Curran will bring you all the action from Toledo, Ohio. Home of the, as the, bat, as the Bats called them yesterday, because I, I can say it, the Dirty Chickens. The Toledo Mud Hens, the Dirty Chickens. It's a little mean spirited, right? The 
dirty the dirty chickens. chickens. So they're in Toledo, right? Absolutely. Okay, because yeah. I was so confused because you know how we had to do the whole Nick Kern on when when bats are at home. Yes. Well, I heard Kelch broadcasting last night, and I was like, "What?" In the oh heck? well, maybe Nick is at home. Maybe Kelch is broadcasting. No, they're not. They're not. They're, well, well, according to the schedule, they are away. Yes, they so are away. The, the they're team definitely is in, in Toledo. The, okay, the yeah, I was is, just really confused why maybe, Kelch was on the call. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Nick took the week off. Uh, well, she, no, because Nick broadcasted as well. Oh, so Kelch is with well, 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 yeah. Kelch lives in uh, in near Cincinnati. So yeah, Kelch. I thought gotcha. Kelch was just doing home games with him, but uh, obviously, I don't do enough research. Eminem Cartage <laughs> Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. I've never said I do research on the show. 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open, 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number, 414-1450. My buddy Johnny texted in and said, you and Ed left off Rick Monday. No, Ed said Rick Monday. So you're wrong, Johnny. Well, who we left off was Reggie Smith. Reggie Smith, yep. Uh, Dusty Baker. But that was sort of before. Uh, Dusty Baker was on deck when uh, Hank Aaron hit the home run, right? Right, right. He was playing for Atlanta then. I got another one for you here that's early 70s. Jimmy Wynn. The Toy Cannon. The Toy Cannon, yeah. Jimmy Wynn, Houston Colt 45 slash Astros. Right, right. right, right. Uh, But Joe Don Sutton, I forgot about Don Sutton. Bert Hooten was one of the really good pitchers on that team. Who was the relief pitcher? Bert Hooten. Bert Hooten. That's one of the best names See, in MLB history. Young Justin thinks I'm making that name up. No, it's a he was quite a pitcher. Bert Hooten really was really good. Hell of Andy a name. Messersmith. Andy first first guy to ever take anybody to uh dinner? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, not dinner. To uh, arbitration. Yes. Arbitration. And he played one year for one dollar and then became a free agent. Free agent, yeah. He was like the first free agent. He really it's Andy Messersmith's fault. That Garrett Cole makes $45 million a year. It is. I, right? I agree. Is that fair? Yeah. $45 but, million, eh? But look, those Dodger teams, they were really good. They were great. Uh, I remember that uh, 78 World Series, 77 and 78, I think it was Dodgers-Yankees. It was. It was. And those were great World Series. Charlie Huff Charlie, gave uh, up the third, the third of the three homers to Reggie Jackson in that game six of the World Series that the Yankees won that made Reggie – Gave him the name Mr. October, right? Now, uh, who did the Dodgers play in 1981 in the World Series? I'm going to say, am I going to say Yankees again? You're right. Yeah. And who dropped the ball in right field that led to help lead to a, lead to a big inning? Uh, was it a Yankee that dropped the ball? Yes, it was. I'm going to guess Lou Pinella. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Said the sun got in his yeah. eyes. Well, you know, it was, it was raining and cloudy that day, but... <laughs> Reggie but, but was Reggie, not a defensive but, uh, specialist. No, he was not. No. Um, yeah, and 81 was Fernando. That was Fernando's breakout year. So he wasn't on those 78, 77 no, teams. No, but right. um, I can't remember who – you asked me who the closer was, and I think I got it now, Mike Marshall. That's it. Mike Marshall That's it. was the closer of those teams. Well, now the Dodgers also had a first baseman by the first name or last name of Marshall. Yes, one it was Mike Marshall as well. Was I think it they had Marshall the exact well? same name. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna. I'm trying to be fair to you here, because uh, you know, you live in the past. So I'm trying to be fair. <laughs> but I think this Dodger team <laughs> stacks up with uh, with that Dodger team. Now, look, you got to win World Series. Don't get me wrong. If you if the Dodgers 
go to the playoffs and bow out in the National League Championship Series to the Mets or they lose to Houston or the Yankees, then I'm going to have to come back and say, Ed, you're right, this Dodger team can't be considered the best Dodger team of all time. I would say that. I would, uh, you know, I would take you to White Castle for your steak dinner. I'm going to Jeff Ruby's after you lose our Louisville bet. But uh, Mookie Betts, right field, MVP. Trey Turner, shortstop. This is the lineup for the Dodgers. Trey Turner, the shortstop. By the way, going to be a free agent at the end of this year. I'm a Cub fan. I want Trey Turner on my roster. You're Freddie, not getting him. <laughs> Freddie Freeman at first. Don't argue that one. Max Muncie, who never strikes out, hit fourth. Justin Turner, third baseman. Now, they got Joey Gallo in left field. That hurts my argument. That hurts my argument. But Chris Taylor um, is hitting the ball as well as anybody. Cody Bellinger, former MVP, bats eighth on this team, sometimes ninth. Um, and uh, the catcher, of course, we know, Will Smith. Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, who's injured now for the year, but Walker Bueller, their pitching staff with Gonsolin and uh, Anderson and those guys has been almost unhittable. The starting pitching. Kershaw will be back before the playoffs. I was going to ask you, and is he close to being back? He's close to being back. I don't think he's close, but he'll be back before the playoffs. Uh, Trace Thompson off the bench is really good. I'm, I'm just saying, 20 years from now, we might be saying, boy, that uh, Dodger team from 2022 might be the best ever. You might have a good point. They got great pitching. Point, but They got uh, – now, I, I, I do have trouble with the closer. It's Craig Kimbrell, who, who when he was a Cub, he threw gas on the fire. <laughs> um, he didn't throw water on it. He threw gas on it. He was awful. But this Dodger team, the margins of victory that they put up they are a lot of runs. unbelievably impressive. Score well, a lot and of they runs. don't give up a lot of runs. Milwaukee no. got six last night. That's, that's the most they give up in a week sometimes. And they play in a ballpark that's conducive to – Pitching, yes, because it's a big ball, play. not a home run place, not a home run place. And another thing, and I don't, I don't want to pour cold water on you. Don't your want me fire, to get mad again, but they do play in a weak division. Um, this year, San Diego right is supposed to be really good. Now Fernando Tatis was out with an injury, got popped for PEDs, so he's done till the middle of next year. Um, well, I mean, you got Machado, you've got, uh, you picked up Juan Soto, you picked up. Josh Bell. Don't forget Brandon Drury. Brandon Drury, who had a really good start with the Padres from the Reds. That hurts Ed when, when, when the Reds give people away like that. Um, pitching, Blake Snell's their, their number one guy, but they got good pitching. Great closer. I mean, and they're 10 games over 500. This is a disappointing San Diego yes. team. Well, they were disappointing last year. Bob Melvin left well. Oakland, or really got booted away by Oakland, right. and took over right. here, and I thought he was a perfect fit. It just um, it hasn't worked out. Sometimes it just and doesn't. And the Giants, Giants won over 100 games last year. Not and I said at year. the time that was that was a, a smoke and mirrors. That was an anomaly, whatever you want to call it. Giants weren't that good. They're proving it this year. They're one game under 500. Colorado and Arizona. Are Colorado and are Arizona. Colorado and Arizona. They're not very good. So you're right about the fact that the Dodgers don't really have any competition in their division. We thought it was going to be San Diego. We just did. Uh, but you're right. They don't have any competition in their division. Well, you can. You they can have go, a they have a uh, nineteen and a half game lead over San Diego. Who's better, the American or the, or the National League? You can make arguments for either one of them because if we we just went um, down there. The National League has the Dodgers. Yeah, 
National League has the Braves. Yep. National League has the Mets. National League has the Cardinals. I think that's where you stop. I would have said Brewers a while back. No, Brewers but they're are, playing terrible. Brewers are, yeah. Uh, Phillies. Phillies are 14 games over 500. Phillies aren't bad. They're not in that group, but they're not bad. The Phillies were 50 and 49 at one time. They've gone 19 and 6 since then. Well, and they, they the are six games. They so are solidly <laughs> in the wild card right. argument. That's right. without Bryce Harper, too. And right? he comes back uh, Monday, I believe. Are you a Phillies fan? Scooter? Me? No, I'm a Reds fan, unfortunately. Oh, well. Bryce Harper hit two homers. Hard, buddy. I don't like telling too many people that is. <laughs> Bryce Harper, first rehab start, he hit two homers, and then last night he had the game uh, walk-off double. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. You know. They play, they've played better without him. I'm going to say something. Than they did with him, but I think that's just. Part of that, as you mentioned, they played the Reds. Part of it's competition. Part of it is they weren't really playing the Mets and the Braves. During that period of time, they did play, I think, three with the Braves, but they haven't. But the Phillies are good. I don't know why. I don't know why, and you're probably going to get mad at me for saying this. Yeah, never a, been a never been a Bryce Harper fan. It's a day ending, and why? I might as well get mad at you. <laughs> um, yeah, that hurts me. I don't. I'm not a Bryce Harper kind of guy. Bryce Harper, to in my opinion, is a guy that just wants to win. He just wants to win. Now the headband, the uh, bandana that he wears. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. He's got um, whatever T-shirt he's got on under his jersey. Okay, a little flamboyant out there, but he's a five-tool player. Um, you know, he is can, he the he best can, player in the National League when he's healthy? Um, yeah. I mean, I like Mookie Betts a lot. I think Mookie, Mookie Betts, Betts is, is awfully good. And Freddie Freeman. There's an argument to be made for Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Right. Uh, who's a hitting machine? Uh, best player in the National League. Mm, wow, Ronald Acuna Jr., who I am so not a fan of. Uh, really, he does love him some Ronald Acuna Jr. Okay. All right, let's go back to your original question: Better National League or American League? So you gave me Mets. Let's go Mets, Braves, Phillies, Cardinals, Dodgers. Right now, correct. Maybe, maybe throw the Padres in, although they're they're not I'd, I'd not put, living up to expectations. I'd put them below the Phillies. American League, Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays, Orioles are all over 500 in the American League East. That's pretty good division. All four teams. The Baltimore Orioles, who lost yesterday, still have a shot at a wild card. I'd love it. I'd they lo- lost I'd, over I'd 100 it. games last year. I'd love to see it. Brandon Hyde has done an unbelievable job with I'd love that to team. see it. And they traded their closer at the deadline. <laughs> well. And they traded Trey Mancini at the deadline to Houston. It's incredible. And Nobody you, on that roster makes any money, and here they are. And, and Boston is not what Boston normally yeah. is, but they're not terrible. They're four games under. And in that division, that's not yeah. bad in that division. All right, so that's four teams right there. Right, right. I'll throw Cleveland right. in. I think Terry Francona's I think they'll do okay. manager of the yeah. year in the American yeah. League, really. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for what they've done. I did pick the Twins to win that division. They're two games over five hundred, tied with the White Sox. I think the Guardians are the team to beat now. They just they have proven it. Now the the White Sox, or I'm sorry, the Twins have a five game series with the Guardians coming up in Cleveland. Well, that'll be fun. So that'll be fun. That will be good. Uh, Houston in the West, by far the best team, probably the best team in the American League, best record in the American League. And I'm going to throw Seattle in there too. They're ten games over 500. They are squarely in the wild card picture here. 
They win a lot of one-run games. I think that's dangerous. I think you you look at 67 and 57 and you think, oh, that's a really good team. But one-run games are games that can go either way. And you have that year where just luck goes your way and you win a bunch of one-run games. I think that's what the Giants did last year. Yeah, yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden this year you go, man, right. they're not as good as they were last year. Well, yeah, they are. They just didn't get as lucky as they were last year. And I I kind of put the Mariners in that in that bowl. The rest of that division is trash. Rangers, Angels, and A's, not, not good. Not good. So Astros, Mariners, throw the Guardians in there. I don't think you can throw more than one Central Division team in there. I agree. I Even agree. though three of them are over five hundred. A lot of those wins have come against the Royals and the Tigers, who are right, awful. Right, right, right. Uh, and then four teams in the East. I think American League, top to bottom, stronger than the National League. Disagree. Because when you look at the bad National League teams, you got a lot to choose from here. Washington's awful in Miami in the East. The three, three-headed monster that is the Cubs, Reds, and Pirates <laughs> in the Central. And then we already talked about the West. The Rockies and the Diamondbacks Diamond are non-competitive. Along with the Giants who are under five hundred. So you can disagree all you want, Scooter, you're wrong. <laughs> there are there are four National League teams with at least seventy one wins, only two American League teams. So if we're looking at potential who's going to the World Series type situation, right. I'm going National League. I'll give you this. And I'll I'll take them for the win all day. I will say National League World Series contenders. Yankee uh, excuse me, Dodgers, Mets, Braves. That's all I see. And you can make an argument for the Cardinals because they've been playing well lately. But yeah, when but I look not, at that lineup, yeah, I, I go, they can't compete with these other three. When I look at the American League and I say World Series teams, Astros, Yankees, that's where I stop. Mm-hmm. I think the Rays are capable, but they've got to win a lot of games 2-1 to because their pitching is really good, but their hitting is not. And I, I still think the Astros are the class of the American League. This point, I, I thought it was the Yankees early in the season, and it was the Yankees I'll, early in the season. I'll, I'll go with the the Astros. I think they, but I don't think anybody but the Astros. See, here's the thing about the new playoff format: Astros and Yankees are going to get by, and the the uh, Houston, uh, the Dodgers, and whoever wins the East is going to get a bye. Those are the four teams that are probably going to be competing in the championship series to get to the World Series. I don't see any of these other teams beating them. Um, even if, it, let's say the Mets hang on in the East, then Atlanta's going to have to beat the Mets and the Yankees, I'm, I'm saying the Mets and the Dodgers, to get to the World Series. Awfully difficult. Conversely, if the Braves come up and win the East, then the Mets would have to beat the Braves and the Dodgers to get to the World Series. So... Looks like you know, Dodgers right now. It looks to like me, Dodgers it's a four-team race. Yeah. Five, if I throw Atlanta in there, because my fourth team is actually just going to be the National League East winner. I think it's a four-team race to get to the World Series: Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, and whoever wins the East. That's it. I find it very difficult to see anybody else coming out of there. By the way, yep, I happen to think about this: uh, the That's bats, dangerous. the bats, and the Reds. I think. Almost half of Cincinnati, maybe not half, but close to it, of Cincinnati's team is now, it came up through the bats this year. <laughs> well, when you trade Solano's everybody. Solano's up there. I mean. When you trade uh, everybody for prospects. Stuart Fairchild just went up. Hit a homer last night. you got to bring guys up. Man, Boy, they, Barrero they, is playing shortstop now. Right, right. Uh, Aquino was down here a lot this year. He's playing right, right field. 
Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. And e- every catcher they got played in Louisville. It, it, right. Uh, uh, Chucky Robinson, who, to be honest with you, can't catch, but he's up there. <laughs> That's uh, just mean-spirited. Uh, yes, it What was. position is he? Catcher? Catcher. What can he do? He can't, <laughs> can't catch. catch. Um, Let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> because on that note, I got to look up Chucky Robinson and see what his fielding percentage is. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. One more segment to go. I do want to give you some NFL news, some WNBA news that Justin brought to my attention as well. And are you excited about Bellarmine Sprint football? All that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Welcome back. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio with Ed Peak. Final segment. Eminem Cartage Highline open 384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Texter says, interesting to have uh, Kimbrell closing for the Dodgers and Kenley Jansen for the Braves. The Braves are arguably arguably a better team than last year and not even sniffing the World Series because of the Mets and the Dodgers. Yeah, I agree with that. But the Mets are Mets are having a year that we didn't really see coming. They got DeGrom, they got Scherzer. Those guys were injured a lot, but they kept winning games. And it's all, in my opinion, it's all Buck Showalter. I, I think would... Buck Showalter is maybe the best manager in baseball. He was when the Yankees let him go right before they won four out of five World Series in the late 90s. He was great at Baltimore uh, with bad talent. And now he's got talent, he's in New York, and he's winning a bunch of games. I agree with you. He's he's done a great job. I've always liked uh, Buck Showalter as as a manager. And I tell you what, he wasn't bad on TV. No, he was really good on MLB Network. He, he, was, yeah. he, he was really good. Yeah, right. All right, some news and notes here before we uh, talk a little Louisville football here. I would not I would be remiss if Ed was in the studio and I didn't talk a little bit of Louisville football with him. Uh, NFL News, Dallas left tackle Tyron Smith tore his hamstring in practice yesterday. Uh, he can't stay healthy, and he's the guy that protects uh, Dak Prescott. He's going to miss multiple months, best-case scenario with his torn hamstring, is coming back uh, around Thanksgiving. The sack percentage when Tyron Smith is playing left tackle, six point or 4.2. The sack percentage when he's not at left tackle for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, 6.2. So this guy is going to be missed. Uh, I think Philadelphia is the best team in the NFC East anyway, and this certainly doesn't help Dallas. If you're looking for preseason football tonight, Green Bay at Kansas City, 8 o'clock NFL Network. You won't see Aaron Rodgers. You won't see Patrick Mahomes, I don't think. But it's still the Packers and the Chiefs, 8 o'clock. And then if you have Amazon, get ready. Thursday night football on Amazon starts tonight. I know it's preseason. 8-15, San Francisco 49ers in Houston to take on the Texans. Now, wait a minute. Yep. The only way I can get Thursday night football is to have Amazon? That is correct. I won't be watching Thursday night football then. Well, I will because uh, 
My wife uh, buys something from Amazon Prime every day. So. Well, my, my wife does too. Well, then you, you should stream Amazon Prime on your TV. And if your wife has it's Prime, free if yeah, you're you a Prime should have member. it. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she's yeah. a Prime. She Absolutely. definitely is a Prime. It's free. Then you've oh, got it's it. Free. Oh, you've well. got, yeah, you've got it. It's free if you're a Prime member. Oh, my wife gets something at least once a week. She's not going to tell you that because then you'll be on there watching Amazon TV, Amazon Prime. <laughs> we're going to You'll be watching Thursday a, Night Football. Yeah, we're we're going to have a discussion when we get home. Patricia, get home. Patricia, you might want to get your defense lawyer ready. <laughs> All right, I mentioned this uh, earlier. The Lakers are finalizing a deal to pick up Patrick Beverly from the Utah Jazz. Beverly's 34, so the good news here, it makes the Lakers even older. <laughs> They're oh still my. plus sixteen hundred to win the NBA title next year, sixteen to one, and they're only sixteen to one because they have the name Lakers on their jersey. If they were any other team with this roster, they'd probably be about thirty to one. Um, the Jazz will get Talon Horton Tucker, who's still very young. He had a great year two years ago, but only averaged ten a game for the Lakers this past season. Uh, Utah also will get Stanley Johnson. The interesting part of this is that Russell Westbrook. And Patrick Beverly do not like each other. So they're going to be on the same team. Maybe this is a ploy by the Lakers to try to somehow get rid of Russell Westbrook. I know I'm reading between the lines here, and they're definitely fuzzy lines at best. But uh, that could be an interesting dynamic. Also, NBA News mentioned earlier, Chad Holmgren, number two pick in the draft out of Gonzaga. Oklahoma City Thunder out for the season. He was playing in a charity event last week. And he tried to guard LeBron James on a drive, and he came down wrong on his foot. Oh, it's oh. a Liz Frank fracture, which means the tendon underneath the foot ripped off of the bone. He is out for the season. He'll uh, undergo surgery, and uh, that's a big loss. Uh, look, Oklahoma City probably wasn't going anywhere anyway. But, Ed, you tell me, big men in the NBA and foot issues, it's always a thing. Greg Oden. Bill Walton always had foot Sam issues. Sam Bowie. Zion Williamson, although that may be more weight-related than anything. Sam Bowie is a great example. Big, skinny guys in the NBA. Foot injury seems like it goes with the territory. But, you know, it never affected uh, uh, Jabbar. He never had a huh? – that I know of. And Nothing he major. Kind of a, he was kind of a thin – Knock on wood, I guess. Yeah. But uh, we see a lot of these, though. Yeah, yeah, we do. We see a lot I, of them. I, let me ask you this. Now, are you a Lakers fan? I am not. I'm a Celtic fan. I'm Celtic the, fan. So I'm as okay. far away from being a Lakers fan okay. as you can be. Why is there always drama <laughs> with the Lakers? I mean, always Because drama. it's Hollywood. Because it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Oh, okay. okay. If you watch any national sports show, any national sports show, whether it's Get Up in the Morning with Greenberg, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Nick Wright on FS1. You watch any of these. Here's what they want to talk about every single day. Here are the, the hot-button topics. The Cowboys and the Lakers. That's it. And today it was easy because the Cowboys lost their left tackle for the season and the Lakers are trading for Patrick Beverly. So they didn't even have to find something today to talk about the Lakers. There, there it was. Uh, but, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, Chad Holmgren out for the season. All right, let's talk. Uh, by the way, congratulations to Ryan Howard. Former UK Lady Wildcat. I know you're not supposed to say it that way. Former UK women's basketball player. Uh, WNBA Rookie of the Year, she was just named. Thank you for that information, Scooter. I'm not going to get to Bellarmine Sprint football uh, because I, I really don't think anybody cares. That's mean-spirited. But they're going to play on Saturdays, as you mentioned to me uh, before we went on the air today. 
They're going to play opposite U of L games and UK games, and who's going to go watch Bellarmine? It's going to be football? tough for them to to draw any and get interest. And if you're saying what is sprint football, you can't weigh more than 178 pounds. I'm out. I've been out since second grade. <laughs> All right, um, Louisville football. Let's uh, let's start with the defense. Let's make this quick. I think the linebacking crew could be a strength here, Ed. Am I? Look, I got them five and seven. You got them nine and three. Tell me, Yasir Abdullah, um, Monty Montgomery. I think is going to be fantastic. But tell me the guys that are going to be the difference maker. They love Momo Sinogo, the linebacker. We'll see. But we'll see. I think it's it could be a strength for this. It team, has right? to be a strength. It better be. A it strength. better be a strength. Now they're secondary. Supposedly, from all, and I wrote yeah, about this. Yeah, I know. I wrote about this in U of L card game. U of L card game. Check it out. I wrote about the secondary. You're writing every day right now, right? Every day between now and when the season starts, and probably write most every day after the season. I, I just think this is for Kentucky and Louisville both, and I don't want to slight Kentucky. Trust me, because I think this is going to be a special season for both. I really, really do, and I've followed this since since the regular season. Uh, the uh, bowl games last year, in the off season, I really, really and this is uh, Satterfield Scott Satterfield's fourth season. These yep. are his players. Yep, he's had them long enough. They lost enough close games last year. If they could just win a couple of those close games this year, they're going to be so much. Now, are they going to go nine and three? I don't know. Probably not. But hey, why not? You know. Is it fair to say they lost three games they should have won, and they won one game they should have lost? Yeah, so that's two so plus two. Should be a, should have been a plus two. So they should have been instead of six and set. Well, they should not have lost that Air Force game. Air Force came in averaging less than. But 100 they should have been eight passing. and four regular season eight instead of four, six and six. Yeah, probably, probably. And if you're eight and four, you're going to a different bowl game than the one they right, went to. Right, right, right. And I'm 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 thinking this year if they go nine and three, like I think they might. They might get to go to the uh, Taxlayer Gator Bowl. Keytrail Clark better be healthy in that defense. That's, that's what I was going to bring. That's the next he person. He said he's 100%. We'll see. But what's a kid going to say? Hey, we'll uh, I'm, not, I'm not 100%. No, he's not going to say that. Kendrick Duncan is back back there. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. They have to shore up that back line. And they got a new secondary coach. Uh, they call him the crime dog. <laughs> Fred McGriff is the new secondary <laughs> Wesley McGriff is. Oh, okay. And that should be uh, an improved part of their game. How good is Tyon Evans at running back? I don't know. And how key is Tyon Evans at well, running back? Well, the running back uh, depth is I good. I mean, I know Jalen Mitchell's well, going to get the call forget, early. Don't, but, don't forget Travion Cooley, who's very fast. Yeah. If he has any kind of year at all, you throw Evans in there, and I'm sure they got a guy here or there. There's, there's more – Marshawn Ford, we know what we get out of him. He'll be all right. I still He'll be think, good. I still think, and I know he's a tight end. When we were talking running backs, I still think if Malik Cunningham doesn't play great, this team struggles. Well, I think you're probably right. Yeah, you're, I mean, he can't play, and they can't get him hurt. He average. can't get hurt. He can't play okay. He's got to play great. I think he. I think he'll. I. I don't know if he'll play great, but he won't. He can't turn it over, and he's got to he, make just. Dis- Great decisions, he both throwing and passing. He, he won't turn it over like football. he did two years ago. He cut that down last year. I think that he sounds like a jinx to me. Five or he six won't turn it over. Mm. You sound definitive, which makes me nervous. <laughs> it makes me nervous. We'll you see. Know. We'll see. So you still going nine and three? I'm right? going nine and three as hard as I can. Well, that Jeff Ruby's is going to taste good. 
I was looking at a website. Be the best steak I ever had. I think it was College Football News had Louisville losing their first four games. Syracuse, Central Florida, Florida State, and no, not their first three yeah, games. Yeah, first three, not first four. Yeah, not first four. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ed. Appreciate yes, it as always. We'll be back here next week. I'll be back tomorrow to preview St. X versus Central and give you the six, first six-pack of the year college football gambling. Thank you, Justin, as well. I know you'll be listening tomorrow. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Where y'all are.